So you send out an, a signal, you receive a signal, and you manifest a physical reality. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm a corporate professional during the day, a digital content creator by night, and really just a 20-something year old trying to navigate life while sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm so glad you are tuning in on today's episode. All right, everyone, we have Kimberly here on the podcast, and I'm really glad, you know, to have Kimberly come on here and talk to us about manifestation, and I'm really excited to also have her come on and talk about her teaching because her teaching is a little bit different from what you might see if you Google something or YouTube something about manifestation and law of attraction. So welcome, Kimberly, to the Hello 20s podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Young. I'm so excited to have you. And um, for those that don't know, Kimberly is actually based in Australia. So she's one of our guests that is international. I think you're the first guest that's international on this podcast. Exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So before we dive in, I would love for you to tell the listeners um, who are just getting to know you, just your journey with manifestation and how, you know, in college, you you had two science degrees in school. And Mm. soon after you started your own business, and you started to mentor and coach other people. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So basically, I studied science as very science minded kids. So all the way through high school, I was doing chemistry and physics. And then I uh, graduated from a bachelor degree of science from Melbourne Uni. And then I thought that I would further my studies and I did another Bachelor of Science to become an osteopath and um, basically I got to second year in the second degree and I was thinking hmm, I'm not sure if I want to do this forever you know I'm not sure if I'm going to be an osteo for life and so I just started to do something that was more like a passion project and more like to be creative because what I realized was that studying was great but it wasn't allowing me to be and, and express my creativity so I began a blog and I had no idea what I was going to blog about at the time but I just decided to blog about health that's what I was really excited about at the time and so Mm -hmm. further down the track I started to get more into mindset and I started to read more personal development books go to seminars uh, listen to a ton of podcasts and basically I realized that my passion was manifestation because I was teaching my friends about it I was applying it in my own life and seeing some crazy results like manifesting money out of nowhere these really cool signs in the universe were popping up like uh you know synchronicity is like bumping into a friend that you think about just three seconds before or um you know manifesting a great opportunity all these things started to really happen in my life and I started to realize that there was something here and then I started to create courses programs and then I built KW so that's a little bit about my journey but and that's how it started that's great and um you know we said that you you studied science back when you were in university. And so I know that you mentioned how your teaching is contemporary and it it incorporates the science and facts behind manifestation. Can you give us a little more information about the science behind that and what that means exactly? Because I think it will be helpful for those who are skeptical about this concept that you can manifest anything in your life. 
Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> a lot of people think that manifestation is really woo-woo and really energetic. And <laughs> for a long time, I did teach it that way. But then I started because obviously I went back to my roots and I was like, okay, there's going to be science behind this stuff, right? So the way, let's get to the specifics of this. If we look at the human body, right? If we mm-hmm. go past and we, we realize that all matter in the universe is made out of atoms, right? That's at an atomic level, everything is made out of atoms. And if we go past the atomic level, we go to subatomic waves and subatomic particles. And if we look at the behavior of these two theories that physicists and scientists from great thinkers came up with, we can see that the behavior of them is very, um, is likened to the behavior of light. So light behaves like a sine wave. And we've all studied this in year nine where it kind of goes, there's positive phases, there's negative phases, and it's like a wave. And basically, our subatomic waves are going to behave very similarly to that. So we can say that we are light beings, meaning that even though we are made out of solid material, we're vibrating at a lower frequency and that we're, so we're condensed and we're solid, right? So people mm-hmm. say that we're essentially frozen light. And basically from here, if we have these subatomic waves and subatomic particles and we're made from energy, we're going to have an electromagnetic frequency. And this is a, a field around the body that literally can be measured by scientists, right? You can use an EEG to measure Mm -hmm. this and it extends about you know three meters outside of your body and it can extend more but basically this is uh, your vibration your frequency and based on your frequency and your vibration you're sending out signals out into the universe just like a radio does you know when a radio is on a certain frequency it receives a certain audio you hear music and you can change the channel and when you change your channel you're changing your frequency and so us as human beings we also have it's almost like a radio frequency that we're sending out into the world but rather than us hearing music on the other side we are experiencing a physical reality so that's the parallel right so you send out a signal you receive a signal and you manifest a physical reality now what's really important is that we're not taught this in school which is really crazy right it's literally how you create your reality so the first thing that I would say is that if you're a little bit skeptical just start to just kind of see the connections between energy and what you attract and start to realize that your reality that you live in right now is something that you have created. It's not just happening to you. So if you've created your reality right now, you actually have the power to change it. I love that. I love the analogy you used about the radio frequency because it is true. Like you don't see the frequency with your own eyes, but if you just Mm -hmm. dial it a little bit, then it changes everything, right? Exactly. Yes. You just need to dial in. Yes. Um, So I'm sure you've heard of this from people when they say like, I've done manifestation, I don't believe in it because none of their uh, manifestations have come to fruition. So what what would you say to those people and what would you advise? Yeah. Okay. So when people say that none of my manifestations have come true, this is where that you need to realize that it's just like a recipe. You can have a recipe for a cake. If you forget the flour, you're not going to have a cake, right? <laughs> if, yeah. if you forget the sugar, it's not going to be sweet the way you want it. If you forget the milk, it's not going to be, um, you know, however fluffy or whatever. So it's the same thing with your manifestations. If you miss out a, an element, you're going to not really have your manifestation. And there's different parts of elements that I teach in my 
my podcast, on um, you know, in my courses and that sort of thing. But the the key elements you need to know about is your emotions, your thoughts, and your vibration. Everything is about your mindset because everything is about your internal condition. What we're doing here is we're creating a reflection in your physical reality based on your internal condition. So you need to shift inside first, meaning thoughts, emotions, vibrations. So let's have a look at those right now. If we look at your thoughts, what are you thinking on a daily basis, an hourly basis? Because a lot of us don't think about what we're thinking. We just think. And when you just think, it's actually quite bad for you because you don't you, you're just letting your thoughts run for you so I recommend just keeping an eye observing what your thoughts are saying observing what mm -hmm. you're thinking so whether that is like if you're thinking oh my god I'm gonna fail my test I'm gonna fail my test I'm gonna fail my test how many times have you done that and then you didn't do as well or how many times have you thought oh my gosh I'm late I'm late I'm late I'm late and then you're late however I have done these little micro experiments in my life where I thought to myself let me change my thought so one time I was running late to school and I just remember saying to myself, I am on time. I am on time. And what yeah. ended up happening was the train ended up being late. So I got onto my train just in time. I got to the lecture hall and my lecturer was late. And so technically I was on time because the, it, nothing ever started until I got there. So literally in real time, you can change how things play out for you if you change your thoughts. So even use that on your way to college the next time, like use I am on time and see how things change for you. Next is emotions. You need to look at your emotions. If you're always feeling sad or you're always feeling um, down or anxious, you're not going to create a reality where you're happy, excited, and inspired. So you need to change your emotions. And you can do that by whether you're in a high moment, whether you're in a low moment, coming back to love. Now, I I define manifestation in my manifestation understanding that the highest vibration of all is love, not joy, love, because joy is just transient. It's just one part of the picture. And how many times have we tried to be happy and we couldn't sustain it, right? Like looking back, you yeah. couldn't sustain it, right? So Definitely. you need to come back to love. So when you're in a high moment, you can balance yourself back to love by seeing what are the hidden negatives in that moment. Now, this is important. Love is the culmination and the synthesis of all emotions, good and bad. So that means love is you being sad, happy, anxious, but also joyful, excited, hopeful, optimistic. It's everything. Now, if you're in a state of just pure fluttery, superficial joy and you want to get to a state of love you can do so by making it a wholesome moment right so making it a wholesome moment means having both technically just simplifying it a plus and a minus so if you are in plus and you're like I'm so happy right now then you can actually mm -hmm. ground yourself to the highest vibration of all which is love by saying what's the hidden negative here and the hidden negative might be that in that moment when you're celebrating with your friends that you passed your exam that you only have that you've got two weeks of holiday before you go back to class again. And that's the hidden negative. But you're willing to accept that because that's just life. It's not a bad thing. It's just you're willing to accept that you ground yourself and that, that way you feel grateful for the moment that you have because you're not just taking it for granted and you get into a state of love and gratitude. Now, that 
energy that you are that you created from that moment you can then pair that with an intention to manifest something incredible now that I've just addressed is what you do when you're in a high moment but what do you do when you are in a low moment what do you do when you're feeling sad okay now something that's so important is to realize that there are a lot of manifestation teachers that say that you can't stay in a sad moment for very long or that you can't have the negative emotions or you repel your manifestation I want to give you the truth here which is that you're allowed to feel bad, you're allowed to feel sad, you're allowed to feel grumpy, frustrated, all of those emotions, but the key is that you don't necessarily stay there, right? So the key Mm -hmm. is that you actually, um, you you let life be colored by all these emotions, but you turn those into gratitude because a lot of manifestation teachers say, build yourself from sadness to joy again. But if you think about it, that's based on a model of joy. And if you're always trying to manifest based on a model of joy, then you're leaving half of your negative emotions that you feel, which we always feel half positive, half negative. You're leaving all of those on the table and you're not using that to transmute it to love, to manifest, right? So when Mm -hmm. you're in a low moment, say you're sad, say you're bored, say you're whatever, ask yourself, what's the lesson that I'm learning in this low moment so that you can balance the positive and negative to come to a state of love and then pair that with an intention. Does this make sense? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, everything you said is so good and so valuable. And I do have some comments that I want to make first. Yeah. So when you said you did those little experiments, like saying you're not going to be late, you're not going to be late. I've actually done some of that in my own life where I've actually ran late for class or I thought I was running late to class. <laughs> and I looked at the time and I was like, my heart was racing. I was like, oh, my God, because it's like a little embarrassing to walk in late. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I would just tell myself while I'm driving. I'm like, you're not going to be late. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to be on time. But I think what's the most important is not just saying that I'm going to be on time, but also feeling that, yes, I'm going to be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeling that I'm going to be on time and get rid of that anxiousness that I am not going to be on time. So I really like what you said. You know, those little experiments, those you can do in your everyday life and you will see that manifestation is real. Like those are the little things that you can practice and do in your everyday life. Um, And then what you said about, you know, you don't always have to feel positive all the time. I really like how you said that because um, I think in your teaching, you really embrace, you know, feeling all the emotions that a human can feel right because Mm -hmm. and I think I think like for some people who are starting out with manifestation law of attraction and just all that they think if they look up those things online they see like some teachers who say like you have to be positive you have to have a positive mind and stuff like that so I think everything that you said sometimes if someone is listening right now they're new they're they're going to be like whoa that goes every goes against everything I just learned but you know I think it is important to feel all the feelings that you can feel um and what you said is very true so I really like what you said there yeah and that's a really good point that it goes against everything that we learn from YouTube or from a blog or from some really really (laughs) well-known thought leaders in manifestation and I'm not going to name names but I think that it's up to you to choose what you believe in. And some people, mm-hmm. they they will choose the model of joy and that's okay because they're on their own journey. But I went through the whole journey where I did the model of joy and it didn't last. Like it, I, I was realizing that as, you know, as high as you go, you're going to go just as low because you the universe yeah. honors balance, right? So Definitely. you will go through your own journey and maybe for now you do align with the model of joy and that's okay. Maybe eventually you realize that the truth is 
everything comes back to balance. And if you do want to shortcut it, feel free to listen to what I've found on my journey in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, because it really has worked. And um, yeah, I think you've got to, you've got to decide for yourself because some, some people aren't ready to hear this and that's okay. Definitely. And I was actually listening to your podcast, one of your episodes today. Um, And I remember you uh, mentioned how, like you said earlier, um, you were um, on the motto of joy. And at the end of it, it did work for a bit, but then you felt very tired and very burned Mm -hmm. out. And so, yeah, I I agree with you. Some models work with other people. You just have to kind of experiment and see what works for you. Exactly. So what do you think are some signs that a manifestation is coming along? Mm, This is a good question. I would (laughs) say, obviously, the the first one would be, well, signs that it's actually moving. So say, for example, you want to start a podcast or something, and and you're manifesting a podcast. Well, there's signs like you take action and you actually see that you've, you've popped up on iTunes and you've created your art and you've started to produce things. So like let's not say let's remember let's remember that action is so important right and you Mm -hmm. can't just not sit on your butt and wait for it to happen for you so that's the first thing that's really important um but there are fun signs as well like your universal sign like I know that when I've uh, wanted to manifest things before I I asked for a sign from the universe and my signs are Dalmatian and for people who've listened to my own podcast for a long time they would have they would hear the whole story about that how that happened but basically you can just ask the universe dear universe what is my sign or you can decide on it um, and then you just wait for it to show up so it took me three weeks to get my sign but sometimes when I'm intentionally manifesting something these days I will get a Dalmatian and it's a sign to me that, hey, this is the right path. Keep on going. Keep on listening to your intuition. Keep on taking action. So that's a really, really cool sign. Another sign might be that you're getting doors are opening. So say you are you take that first step. Now, you always need to take the first step before the universe responds because it's about you putting in energy and you receiving energy in return. So you need to take a first step and say you're manifesting $1,000. And you have this idea to hold a masterclass or you have an idea to start tutoring kids or whatever. When you start to make that decision and maybe you tell somebody about it, so maybe you tell your best friend, hey, I'm starting a blog or whatever, then notice how doors begin to open. Maybe you're walking down the street and you can see that there's a synchronicity. You see a sign of someone saying, design your blog post here or whatever, or this is how you can do it or when you start to see those synchronicities, which is basically a coincidence, but it's really just called a synchronicity, which is just a week from the universe, that's a really cool sign that it's also coming. That's great. And you mentioned like right now you are manifesting with intention. Um, what does that mean exactly for those who might not know? Yes. So basically, this is a great question because everybody is manifesting right now. You can't choose. It's like you can't choose whether gravity is on or off, just like you can't choose whether you're manifesting or not. Um, And basically, when we say the word manifestation, it's the creation of your reality based on your thoughts, your emotions and your mindset. When you're manifesting intentionally, that's when you're learning about how you manifest. You're tweaking it. You're using a method. You're using a process to get you there. So I say that I'm manifesting intentionally to make it really clear to people that they're also manifesting, but it just may not be in alignment with their desires, but they get to choose if they want to get into alignment with that. Okay. 
Okay, I love that. And I would love for you to explain to us why it is so important to act as if and not really act as if. What's the difference between those two? Did you mean be as if and act as if? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so acting as if is a really great manifestation tool when you want to step into that next level version of you. So say you can see that there's a version of you who's super successful. They own their dream car. They have, uh, I don't know, maybe they're running a business or maybe they're employed by their dream employee employer. And when you want to reach that, something that you can do is to act as if it's already happening. And that might be that when you wake up and you put on clothes, you act as if those clothes are the clothes you would wear when you're that next level you and when you're eating same thing when you're working out same thing you act as if you were already that person now to take it a step further that's where I like to say it's important to be as if so you're not just switching it on and off and acting as if this person but you're being them you're taking on their mindset you're taking on their frequency their vibration their mindset I love that. And do you think like visual visualization is a process with that as well? It definitely is a part of the manifestation process, but it's not vital because here's the thing. To me, visualization serves a purpose because it helps you to feel. And your point of attraction when you're manifesting is how you feel, not what you see per se, right? So Mm -hmm. your feelings and your emotions are the things that send out frequencies and signatures out to the universe. And when you are feeling when you're feeling inspired because you're visualizing your dream house or your dream home or your dream job or you at your next level, then you're feeling a certain feeling. And for me, I love to get really clear when I do visualization because it helps me to embody and understand what I would be seeing, what I'd be feeling if I was in that moment. Okay. And I think like with visualization, it's definitely a tool, but the whole purpose of it is to feel Mm -hmm. as if you would be that person or have what you want. And once you are in that feeling, you get very giddy and very excited and you're so inspired to take inspired action towards your goals and dreams. Exactly. I agree with that. I know we talked a little bit about, you know, negative feelings and there's no doubt that we're we're going to have like bad days once in a while. How does one transmute any negative energy to gratitude? Mm, so this is what we mentioned earlier on where you have to see what the lesson is that you're learning. So understand mm-hmm. that you're not going through a certain amount of pain for no reason. It's always to learn something. Anything that you perceive as negative is for you to learn a lesson. So you losing a friend, uh, you know, like a friendship, you learned the lesson of actually standing up for yourself or you being late for class, you learn to respect yeah. your time more and set some boundaries. So Everything that's negative that I've seen in my own life, it has only helped me to be the person that I am now. So if you want to transmute it to gratitude, say there's something negative that happened where you where you didn't um, you know, manifest a client or whatever, that lesson is that you need to keep on taking action or keep on showing up. And it's just about learning that and being so grateful that the universe is only helping you to evolve. Because here's the thing, if everything was all good, you would never grow. Because there's no reason to. So you need these challenges, you need the negative, perceived negative moments to grow. Definitely. I that's like one of my favorite things about your teaching is that, you know, if it's not gonna reward you, then it's actually a lesson. And I really like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) 
And so my last question for you is, I know you've built a six-figure business, which is amazing because it's been such a short amount of time. In your experience, what do you think was, as you would say, a golden nugget in creating this success so far? And how were you able to break through any fears you had? Because I know there are fears of growing and scaling your business for some entrepreneurs and others deal with self-doubt. Mm. So a golden nugget that I think is so important is you need to take on the mindset of I have the answer to anything. I've got the answer to that because if you if you get into a project or a business and you're like, I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how to do a podcast. Like you're focusing on the problem and not on the solution. So I always, instead of just focusing on the problem, I bypassed it and I say, how do I do this? How do I create a website? How do I create a blog post? And I, here's the other thing. I consumed as much free content as I could if I couldn't afford to invest because rather than going and asking people for answers, do your research. That is really important. So do as much research as you can before you ask for help if you can't, if you don't have the opportunity to invest in yourself just yet. And that's exactly what I did. So, I mean, if there are people who really would like to know, I actually did a free masterclass. You may have been present. I'm not sure, Yuan, but it was all about build a business to multiple six figures, profit in under 18 months. And that's where I share some really, really key things that helped me to do that and, and like the key strategies, the key golden nuggets that helped me to do that. That's great. And like what you said, everything is a learning opportunity. Um, there's so much free resource right now that is out there. And especially if you don't have the money to invest right now, there's so much resource. But if you do have the opportunity and money to invest, definitely invest in some courses or a mentor because that is going to help you as well. Exactly. I agree. Well, everyone, that's the end of our conversation with Kimberly. She gave us so much information. I hope you took something away from this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with Kimberly, I will leave her information in the show notes. Thank you again, Kimberly, for joining us today. This was amazing. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, girl. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.